What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 248. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, pot cards, royal family stuff, the Myers Leonard situation, how to be less white, the great reverse migration, land run, fast food, sports, LV, tippers, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, here in March on spring break. <laughs> I think that's uh, the appropriate way. Um, you have any plans for spring break real quick? No. Okay, I don't think so. All right, first got to get to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash podcastmo. Uh, if you go there and give us any amount of money, you can get early access to the podcast. If you give us enough, you can be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, and Marshall, the Dharma Nish to Bear, and be co-producers. Pow Wow, I dare say, is an Indian giver. You know, I don't know if that's uh, if that's <clears throat> too politically incorrect or not. Um, but maybe someday I'll come back. I'm going to see him in two days, so I'll try to give him shit about it then. Hell yeah. Um. Also, have a merch shop, which we sold a hat on the merch shop this week. So I'm not sure who out there bought one. I have an idea, but it doesn't tell me. It was me. Oh, okay. Well, I, bought, hell yeah. I bought one of the uh, trucker hats for uh, the music spinoff. Oh, hell that yeah. That way I had something in case you decided to rebrand. Mm. That way I had a music spinoff and a, Sweet. a podcast about before you decided to whatever. There you go. I just got to start uh, threatening to rebrand more. Um, I noticed I didn't have our internet friends... Uh, Ma- they don't have the mouse pads right now. Oh, that's a bummer. Well, they didn't even like have it as an option. Uh, I might have removed. Uh, like, I thought about it for a second. I was like, huh? See, yeah, I I need to log into our fucking merch shop. I need to figure that shit out. I really need to make some new designs. I need to do some shit. I don't know if I'm gonna do an Internet Friends three shirt. Internet Friends three's cover, I think, is really awesome. I just don't know if it'll translate to a t shirt. Well, you know, like it might not show up certain stuff so i'm i'm just not sure yet on that one but i may make internet friends three shirt but at this moment i'm just still fucking waiting for the last verse for internet friends three and trying hard not to pester people about like hey what's up where's that verse at you know um because it's from uh someone who's the homie and i'm trying not to be an asshole about it so we'll you see one verse it's only got one verse fucking left and it'll be everything else is done i got there's these things called canvases that go behind uh, your songs on Spotify. So when you listen on Spotify, it's like a little video that plays. And I made a canvas for each song already. Uh, I've been doing lots of work on that side. Uh, no one will care. It doesn't really matter. I'm shitty at marketing and promoting. All I have is a graveyard out there to help me promote it, partly while I'm waiting. And uh, just hoping it comes through. Hell yeah. Who knows? Um, all right. You have anything crazy happen this week? Hey man, I got my medical card in yesterday. Hell yeah! But about two hours after I get my medical card in, after you know trying to have, hey, can you go get me this? Getting it can you go get me this, right? Or yeah, get my card renewed. They sent out a damn email that said, "What well, you got? Like a thirty day grace period?" Mm-hmm. It was like basically you have a thirty day grace period between cards if you're waiting on your other one, which is like the exact scenario you've been in for the last thirty days. And- oh, I know. The day I get my card, they come up with this. It was a good move. But I'm just like, really? This is yeah. this is like life coming at me. Everybody else gets it. I get it right after. I'm like the example that gets used to get slapped in the face, and then everybody else gets it nice and 
right kush after me i i cracked the fuck up when i read the email because i was like oh shit snappy's waiting been waiting this whole time i didn't know you got your card yet yeah it was the same fucking day that's what made it worse <laughs> yeah for sure for sure um the biggest news in the world at the moment is this british monarchy stuff and i'm pretty into it um not like i really care one way or the other i guess but the other night uh so like the Sunday before last when this comes out, uh, me and Koopy just happened to turn off the PlayStation or something. And all of a sudden it was on fucking Oprah talking to the British royal people, Harry and Meghan Markle. Right? I had no idea the show was coming on. I was like, oh, all right. And Koopy likes the royal. She watches the crown and shit. She's all into it. Now, um, I guess I would say like I'm super biased against the royal family. Like, I just don't get it. Right. And because I'm American as fuck. I just couldn't imagine living in a place that like all this tax money. Uh, went to upholding the super rich family that does actually no power to the government, from my knowledge. Now, I could be wrong, but even if they have power to knowledge, they still have like a parliament and shit. I don't know. It is a whole weird fucking thing, right? So, like, I'm always like, I don't quite get the royalty aspect of England and why everyone, like, loves it. They think they it's think cool. They think their blood is royal, and uh, I guess you just want to kiss royal blood's ass. I guess that's what <laughs> I Not me. Fucking. I think they're a little these bit. These colors don't run. I think they're a little bit envious. Because they think, oh, look at all everything they got, but go, oh, no. live, go try to live like that. There's fucking rule after rule after rule after rule. See, like we can complain about the Kardashians all we want, but taxpayer money ain't fun and shit. You know, they're they're hoodwinking other people. They're doing legal it. hustles, right? So uh, I just don't quite get it. But anyway, we watched this shit, and more or less, now I'll be real honest. I had no idea Meghan Markle was black. Now I'm not saying like you have to be a certain skin tone before I know. I just. I just didn't know. You could. I thought she's like Persian or something. Like, I don't know. I didn't know she's black. I didn't really. So uh, that comes out to where basically they had this kid and uh, someone in the royal family was worried it would be too dark. And then there was like all these hints of racism in the royal family, which of like a fucking course, a bunch of old fucking white people. Have you met a whole bunch of old fucking white, especially fucking rich ones that believe their blood's royal? <laughs> like you're talking like they believe their gift from God. Of course, they're kind of right. Like, I don't know. Just not surprising if you know about the royal family. Um, so that's been like the big news story all week is like uh, the black Twitter is going to take down the royal family. You know, that's more or less the what everyone's acting like. And I think it's really interesting. I just think it's really good. I'm all for um, the controversy. You know, I don't understand what the royal. F- I think after the queen that's currently alive now passes, whoever I think what the the brother of Harry, uh, William, maybe is his name. I don't fucking know. Uh, I think he should just be like, we're good. Like, we'll just figure that, you know, no more Royals, you know, we'll, we just pretended while grandma was alive. But now that she's like, I just come to normalcy. Yeah. I just, I don't think they keep this up. Now, again, I watched season three of the crown with my wife. And so I was just like these fuckers, you know, I was all on Margaret Thatcher's side, even though she has a weird voice (laughs) when she talks. Um, British monarchy stuff. We'll we'll see what happens. So is that real? Is that why they left? Because it was the the kid. Well, they left because they told them that their kid would not have her title, even though fucking like that a hundred people have fucking titles, you know, connected to royal family, and that they wouldn't get security. The kid wouldn't have security like the other royal family members are getting, and so. That made Meghan Mark and Meghan Mark was probably super fucking paranoid being in this new world and. uh you know, I think she started fearing for the safety of her kid. Like maybe someone might try to kill her kid or some shit. And so she fucking bounced. And uh, they stayed at Tyler Perry's house and he provided security for them. 
The that Medea dude's got guy. more money and fucking that dude's got <laughs> money like the rolls. More probably. God dang. And uh, it was it's a pretty crazy story. And then Harry, when he comes in the interview with Oprah, he looked just really confused. You know, his whole thing's like, uh, I lived a very sheltered life. I never thought about half of this shit before. And now that I've married her, like it's open minds of like, yeah, there's probably some crazy shit happening. And we are kind of prisoners in a way, like in a, in a rich way of like, you weren't forced. You weren't allowed to do certain shit and whatever. And so he, yeah, there's something he left. About like he got cut off. I seen the part where he got cut off, but he still got his mom's inheritance, which was like a fucking bukus of money. Right. I think he signed a deal with. They signed a deal with Netflix, a production deal, kind of like the Obamas and shit too. I think immediately. So they're gonna make money or whatever. Right. Um. Now, some people would have you. Now, this is I think the weirdest part about that. I'm glad I randomly remembered. Is that like conservative, like the Tea Party conservatives, like the Megyn Kellys and the Glenn Beck tops and the all those. They're for whatever reason defending the British royalty and all this. And they're like against Meghan Markle and Harry, which is just hilarious because like I thought we're American. God damn it. We're against the British monarchy. And uh, they'll be like, oh, look at them. You just have all this money and they want to cry about it. And it's like, why are you? I just think it's weird. Anyone siding with the British family. But again, I'm biased. I don't get it. So right. anyway, uh, it's just, you know, Twitter, everyone has to take a side. So it's gotten weird. Yeah, I hadn't really. Uh, I didn't see the story. I just see a new something was coming up. They had an interview and all that bullshit. That's it a- had more v- viewers than anything except like the Super Bowl. In like the last half or like two years or something like fucking. I just happened to accidentally watch it. I didn't even have any clue. Um, and then when we were watching, I was like, well, I kind of have to keep You're watching. You're part of the statistic, Mo. I am. Well, now they don't even know. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's guessed based on like the Nielsen ratings, which I don't know if you're, if you've ever gotten delivered one of those letters. It's like, here's a dollar. If you want to fill out these books, we'll keep sending you dollars and you fill it out. Tell them what you're watching at different times. And they send you like five bucks a month or some shit. Hmm. I did it for like two months. And then I was like, it's not worth it. But I used to really, I thought it was cool for like those two months. I filled them out. Right. Um, the only other big news story I have for the week is Myers Leonard, who's a big old fucking white, tall, tall Justin Bieber looking motherfucker for the Miami Heat. So he's a white dude. He's like 6'10". Um, he's played for the Trailblazers, if I remember correctly. He's doing some video game streaming on Twitch, playing Call of Duty, and he calls someone a kike. And then I believe, I believe that's the term he used. It was really hard for me to figure out what the word was because everyone just kept saying a Jewish derogatory word. And then finally someone in the comments goes, I think he said kike. And then everyone like locked it. So that was my only fucking investigation into what the word was. Now, I think people are trying to act like it's the N word, but it's not because I just said the N word and I freely say kike. Now, maybe that's fucked up of me. Um, but anyway, it's turning this huge fucking thing, right? Where everyone wants to kick off the team. He's racist and all this shit, which... It's great. I don't know. I'm not saying he shouldn't get in trouble. And uh, at the moment, I think he just came out. He's getting a week suspension, $50,000 fine, something like that. Um, but I don't even know what kike meant. I, I mean, I knew people called juice kikes, right? Uh, I didn't know how it was derogatory, which I don't think most words really are. Der- a lot of things, it's a tone thing, right? You know, you say it a certain way and it becomes derogatory. But I looked it up just so everyone now will know what the fuck kikes mean. Like what it's referring to, we like it was just when people moved to America, um, coming through Ellis Island, a lot of Jews had names that ended with KY and KI. And so the they would refer to them as the the Kikas or something like that. And then over time it got shortened to Kikes. Um, and it just was because the last two letters of their last name. It's like I don't think it's necessarily like 
the most derogatory thing. Associate it with a bad time. I mean, or... now, but I do think like over the last you know hundred the hundred years after that, I'm sure people are like, you know, they say those filthy cocks enough time. It sounds like a bad word. Just like uh, the N word originally, I think probably people were calling. They were just like, that's what we call the slaves or whatever, right? But they weren't. But then once like slavery was legalized, they were probably like, oh, now we're gonna say that word with some vile on it, you know, because. You know, it's just part of like your tone, just uh, kind of like how retard used to be correct. Right. And then people started being like retard. And then you're like, all right, guys, y'all fucking ruin that word. We can't say that one anymore. No shit. And so uh, it's just I don't know. I understand it's all super politically incorrect, but I just thought it was interesting that this white dude and he came out claiming he didn't know what it meant. He didn't even know it referred to Jews, which I think is, of course, you know, refers. How do you go your whole life? You don't know fucking Cox refers to Jews, but. I'm sure there's a lot of racist shit I don't know, I guess, lingo. I don't know, like, that was a, in a shit-talking scenario. They were talking, I don't... I mean, right. I mean, if I look, think back to... I've said shit. When Call I'm, of Duty or any shooter sort of games, Halo, you know, back there, whatever. Like, yeah, like shit was said in those uh, lobbies and shit that, yeah, it was fucking I mean, way worse I than that. if I called someone a cunt liquor, I mean, does that mean all the women's gonna hate me for using the C word? I mean, hopefully they would enjoy the cunt licking. I'm so like, you know, you know what I mean? I mean, fuck. Right. Um, uh, what about Coca-Cola passing out the pamphlets? How to be less white? I haven't, I saw someone share, but I didn't look into it. I wasn't sure uh, what that was. Yeah, it was, that was the title of the pamphlet, How to Be Less White, but it was like, don't be aggressive and be honest and it was like well why can't you say be more human i mean well i can't believe coca-cola did that right i mean i I definitely think it's a bad look um and i'm sure someone out there be like well historically speaking why people are fucking aggressive and they'll take everyone's land and blah blah and i'm like yeah probably uh but my general rule and this is not the rule of everyone uh in today's world racism doesn't mean don't be mean to someone based on their race that's kind of more or less what like our version of it was growing up like a generalized version. Um, now it's like, well, you can't be racist to white people and shit like that. Right. But like in general, I always say like, if you replace that race with another race, you think that shit flies. So like, if it was like how to be less Asian and that was given out to your IT department of like half Asian people, I don't think they'd be like cool with that. Right. Like, Not at all. Like so, I think it isn't crazy for why people be like, "Hey, yo, this is kind of fucked up." Especially now you're you're giving us all these bad ones because in general, um, there are bad people of all kinds of races, and there are good people of all kinds of races. I mean, I I do think uh, the generalization's not helpful. Um, it somewhat reminds me of I listened to a podcast about I wish I remember the dude's name, but there's this dude that wrote a book recently. It was on Freakonomics Radio, so if anyone wants to listen to it, like two episodes ago, and he wrote a book about the black man, what their plan should be to inhabit these non-certain states so that they can get enough power in Senate to where then they're actually like a voting block and how that's actually like way more useful than all the marching and all this other shit. Y'all think y'all are doing for help whenever like the people actually call the laws, like they don't pass any, I mean, at the end of the day, nothing really happens. Right. And he lays out this plan. That's like pretty fucking, it's called the reverse migration I believe something like that, because what happened if the black people would have all stayed in the South and the slaves were freed and not been scared off to run away to other states right now, they would run all those Southern states. Their population just would be so much more than the white population. Right. Um, 
whereas in now, like they have like a city, like Atlanta is big, but the state of Georgia will still vote Republican or, you know, historically. Right. So, um, anyways, dude, like a lot of fucking good points. And I think probably a lot of people, why people would hear that. And a lot of it would seem kind of scary and shit, but, uh, he seemed like a cool enough guy. And he was just like, no, like just, I think we're spinning in circles. Like if we're going to be a diverse America, the links of everyone's interest, then you got to have some black coalition at the table, I guess, if no one's going to get. I was like, oh, I like I liked the way he at least had a plan, you know, and I was like, I thought that was pretty interesting. But I did hear it as like when I heard it, I was like, oh, white people aren't going to like this yet. Like and he got the idea because back in the day, Vermont used to be really conservative. And then the liberal Democrat people or whoever liberals at the time, they had this plan to move a bunch of liberals to Vermont and turn it liberal. And now it's like the most fucking liberal state in the U.S. So he's like, this shit happens like people are like, oh, let's move everyone there and then we can maybe turns up like that's pretty yeah. nice i don't know it won't happen in this state because no one gives a fuck about oklahoma but no at one time people were moved here yeah that was the last this was the last bit of land in mainland america um left because it was that shitty and they gave it to the natives and then they were like oh by the way we're gonna take about half of that shit again we're gonna not. just let these people run and you right know, we'll figure it out set up overnight for the good spots yeah Pretty fucked up. I ain't gonna lie. I probably would have cheated too back then. I probably would have fucking sent some scouts out and fucking had a prime piece of real estate like everybody else. Yeah, it'd been the only way to win. Evidently, the only thing I ever think about when the land run is because uh, a lot of people, of course, didn't have this experience. Is when we were in elementary school, or at least when I was. I'm sure you had something similar. Uh, we done a land run day in fourth grade where we would dress up like cow folk and we'd go out there and they would call it blow a whistle and you'd run out to your plot of land. And then all day you were like on your plot of land. Cause we did. Yeah, that's run. where you ate lunch and right. whoever was beside you, that was your neighbors. I mean, exactly. And then it. that little flags of like, you have oil and water and forests. And then you'd be like, all right, you know, um, but that's the thing, but I, the thing I will never forget about it is they let the special ed kids be the Sooners, which are the ones that jump the gun. <laughs> And they just sold the special ed kids. All right. They called their names. They're like, y'all go pick your spot. And then they went out there and like, they're the Sooners. All right. Y'all are way the land runner. <laughs> you know, I still think about how like fucked up it was. I don't. But it worked. We didn't have that experience. Yeah. Uh, wow. It was cool. Though. I remember. I feel like Del. I, mean, I know Del Ferris was my partner in it. Um, and. I feel like his mom brought KFC and it was like the best KFC bucket I ever ate. You know, cause you're like outside and you're land run. Everybody else eating day. bologna sandwiches. And yeah. And you're like fucking Dell's mom brought fucking KFC. This is great. Cause Hell, you know, KFC yeah. was a pretty big fucking delicacy for me growing up. Right. Uh, in general, man, that's our thing the other day. I really miss long John Silver's. I don't know if they exist anywhere else in the world, but I know they shut down in this town and it sucks. I know it. And it wasn't even good here. It was pretty fucking shitty here. And I was still every like, now and then it would be great though. Yeah, it was the risk reward. I know. We've been eating Sam's, but damn, it's so expensive. It is. It is. Well, anything uh everything's about the same these days. That's actually my conclusion I've gotten to. Is like even fast food that's quote unquote cheap. It's like it's not that cheap. Not like for us to survive, we're gonna have to like eat off the dollar menu. Because if we all eat, you know, individual <laughs> right. meals was my big ass family. It's like sixty bucks. I'm like, fuck. Right. See, me and Kubi will do something cool like at Brahms here across the street. You know, if we each got like a burger meal, it would be like I don't know, like sixteen dollars or some shit. We'll say. And then uh, if we get a bag of burgers, which is five junior burgers, and then a large order of fries and two drink, you know, and just do it that way, it's like cheaper than us each getting. 
too normal. So like we'll do shit like that a lot. But yeah, I've got the bag of burgers, but it depends on who's uh, feeling how they're feeling that day. What you get on them? That's a good point. I mean, there might be a dollop of ketchup and a pickle, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, they do not and, give a fuck. And they're not very generous on that dollop of ketchup on this uh, five-burger deal. I'm actually excited about the new Brahms being done soon because this one across the street is actually the worst Brahms for burgers of any Brahms I've ever ate at in my entire life. Like, every other Brahms I've ever been to, their burgers taste better than this one. Um, they just they burn them here. Like, they overcook them all every time. Uh, but I went to Duncan. I don't know, it was like six months ago or so, and saw my grandma and ate with her at Brahms. And it was so good. And I was like, fuck, I wish ours at Ada was this good. I yeah, they're it. coming up pretty fast over there. Yeah, so hopefully the new one's better. Is all I'm I saying. I want to say Colton said they're going to open up within a couple of months. Oh yeah, it's going to have a grocery store tour. I'm guessing it's going to be just like the other. They just shaped it different to where they're facing the same direction as McDonald's, and they're going to have a double drive-through coming that way. I see the double drive-through at this one's the dumbest fucking thing, not needed thing they ever did. Right, so evidently they're going to have a better drive-through, but it's going to be facing you know north and south instead of east and west. Right. I don't give these fast food. They're like, we're gonna have two order. We're gonna have two places to order. Okay, are you gonna put the food out any faster at the window? No. Nope. Then what are you doing? You just split them up. You snake them up and you put them back they together. Did, I don't, see, that's what they do. They do everything like, oh, from the customer's perspective. Okay, you didn't add another grill. You didn't add any more kitchen space. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, it doesn't. If it doesn't flow faster, it don't fucking matter. I just don't get it. I don't get why they spend all the right. all the time and money on it. Um. I don't know if you listened to the episode that came out last Wednesday, but it was pretty fucking good. I thought in hindsight, you know, it's, I have not yet. Uh, it's one of those, a lesson learned that I need to quit asking people to be on the podcast and let people ask me if they can be on the podcast. Cause you know, I, I had a couple of guys that fell through that I tried to yeah. hit up. Um, they actually real interested. And then uh, this dude who had been hitting me up, I had on uh, It's Your Boy H2. I thought his episode was very entertaining. He brought some QAnon conspiracy theories to the table that I wasn't necessarily familiar with. And I've gotten a lot of good feedback today, or the last couple of days, I guess, of like, uh, that shit was pretty funny. And I was like, hell yeah, man, we'll have him back on someday. Hell yeah. So uh, I seen you share it, and then I, I hadn't got back in. Yeah. I right. Now, he never that. responded to my message for a picture. So he's like the only episode ever that I don't have the picture of the other person. Oh. So mystery. The ghost episode. H2. Um, it's your boy H2, ghost. All right. I don't remember why I put this thing about sports. I thought I had something about sports. But who knows? Um, but I wasn't say, what do you think makes a sport? Because I see people. This, actually, I know why I put this typical thing. As I saw someone that said, anyone that says singing isn't a sport hasn't ever sung. And I was like, I don't think it inherently is a sport. Now, I think if there's a competition, you could probably make some sort of argument. I think singing's a talent. Right. I don't think it's a sport, but I do think it's a talent. If that makes sense. Right. Well, for instance, uh, I think the easiest one to go to is like, you know, everyone knows football, basketball, baseball. Those are sports, right? But billards and darts, those things are called games of skill. That's Correct. What, that's what people call yes. it. So, what separates a game of skill from a sport? I don't really fucking know. Bowling people, I think, would probably, that would probably maybe be in the line. I think it's something about having to be physically fit, maybe separates it. I'm not, I'm not real sure. Um, but what then the they difference. look at football linemen, but they don't realize how fast and strong them dudes are. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. So, 
That's interesting. You know, in the typical argument, I remember from my high school would be like people saying cheerleading is on a sport. And the cheerleaders would be like, oh, cheerleading is a sport. We go to a contest. I'm like, okay, well, you compete. I mean, so you do competition. I don't know if that means it's a sport necessarily. Like you get recruited. I I guess they do. I guess really cheerleading and wrestling would be the same thing. It's coordinated. It's you have to be fit. You kind of have to be in shape for both of those. Right. So I'm okay with cheerleading being called a sport, but uh, fishing friends, there's like, I have a friend who does, uh, who came on about a year ago, who done some competitive fishing. Fishing is skill. I mean, I would think that's knowledge and (laughs) right. I don't see, right. I just think these things get hard because I don't know if you call that as a sport. Well, fuck reeling one of them bitches in is fucking exercise and it ain't easy all the time. You buy a fishing pole at a sporting goods store, you know? Oh, no. Well, I mean, they say fishing is a sport. They classify it as a sport. Right. But I don't know oh, if it's an oh, Olympics. Speaking of fishing, my brother said they're now offering fishing scholarships, and he was on a way to buy a fucking bass boat so he could get his boy into the fucking fishing tournament so maybe he can get a fucking fishing scholarship for college. Hell yeah, that's awesome. That's Where the fuck was this shit when I was a kid? Right. I might have said hell with foosball and went and fucking was doing some real fishing. Yeah, it'd be badass. Uh, I miss fishing a lot. I haven't went in a long time. I need to go with my father. Um, but I know they're very busy these days, you know, waiting on their building to get built and shit. Um, yeah, I, well, I forgot about their liquor store. Yeah. 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 They're getting a liquor store built. Uh, they got the plumbing work and concrete work, I think, done before the snowstorm hit. You know, like it's one of those things my dad hired a plumber from what I. Uh, heard and then the guy was kind of being disrespectful to my dad not really didn't care about the business you know these tradesmen make so much money a lot of times they can be assholes you know well they care about another oh they had an opinion about liquor <laughs> yeah maybe oh uh, fuck them people no no man. no, 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 no uh, i don't think it was that like the, my dad was just saying that they like he wouldn't answer his calls he kept me like hey when are you gonna come out here because i'm uh, trying to schedule with the concrete you know i guess he left yeah. the plumbing first or whatever and then the guy just wouldn't do it so my mom finally because my mom's really the one that like Wears the pants, right? You know, has the balls. I don't know how you fuck you want to wear it. Like, my mom will fucking lay into somebody at a, you know, like I'm sure like your wife would, right? A place. Uh, so my mom would be like, hey, Rick, um, how about fuck him, get a new plumber, call someone else. And my dad found a guy that would do it even cheaper, you know, whatever. And the guy called like a week later after it was done of like, hey, when do you think I can come out and do that? And then I know my dad being probably fucking awkward of like, well, we decided to, because yeah. he's not the type to be like, fuck you. You didn't call me back, which would be cool, but I'm not that type of person either. So I relate to him, but yes, I could see my aunt carrying, carrying the shit out of somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I still can't forget the last time my mom probably had a Karen moment. Um, and what I think what's better about it is she's not from like a place of wealth. You know, my mom grew up like real poor and shit. So it's not like a Karen of like, she deserves it. It's more of a like, I'm a hard worker and don't be a fucking lazy piece of shit sort of Karen. Right? And I remember going to Taco Bell when Shad was in the hospital and me and Koopy and my mom and they fucked something up and she heard she, her laying into this fucking like the hoodest fucking Taco Bell I've ever been in in Lawton, right? Like no fucking like one white person the whole place besides us. And my mom's like, she didn't give a fuck. And I was like, God damn it. They're going to spit in all your food. Like I was just so like, just take the loss. They gave you sour cream. Fuck it. I see my wife straight up go in behind the counter at McDonald's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> because they kept ignoring my 14 year old uh, daughter and would like make her burger correctly. And my wife just went back there. Couldn't get no help. She went back to the second level and was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's in and out about 30 seconds with a fresh burger, boy. 
That's the way you got to do it sometimes. Um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with my generations, the old ones, because none, most of us can't do that sort of shit. You know, like powwow. I know every couple years his grandma calls direct TV and bitches until they get their bill down to whatever it's been for the last 25 years. And then I'm like, oh, I would just be like, well, that's not their policy. Like, I would just sit there and call him bitch just because. But, like, when you talk to her, she'd be like, well, that's what you got to do. That's how you get the good deals. And my mom would be like, agree. She'd be like, yeah, that's why I call Dish every two years to get on the include that free movie package. I've done it a time or two, but then I, well, whichever company I was with. But. Right. And I don't have either one of those. So maybe it is only a satellite sort of thing. But I'm just like, I don't know. I never question those things. Well, because what they do is you're set in on these prices and all of a sudden, couple years later, they come out with these bundles and special deals for the new customers. And you go, hey, man, what about me? Right. You know, I mean. I switched uh, my cable one to a different plan recently. Oh, yeah? Or Sparklots, what they changed their name to our internet. Um, but I kept on Koopy like uh, that. Hey, I think we need to change our internet because we pay a fuckload of money for internet. And it's good, but we just pay a lot. And so when I logged in to see our usage, cause I was, you know, I had the PlayStation five and I was downloading a bunch of fucking games and I was like, well, I need to make sure I don't go over our usage rate. Right. And we used to have like 750 gigabytes a month or some shit. And so I was paying attention to that. And then I looked at their plans and said, you can upgrade and I can get one where our internet speed was faster, but we would lose, it would be down to 700 gigabytes a month. And mm-hmm. we never use that many in a month. So I was like, yeah, fuck it. So we're, now our bill's $30 cheaper. Hell yeah. And the internet's a little faster. Like the upload's way faster. I used to like Fritzy's podcast used to take like 30 minutes to upload. Take like two minutes now. It's just like, Phew. hell yeah. So really beneficial for what I actually do. Like when I upload beats, I used to complain that it would be a whole day thing of uploading 30, you know, 12 beats or whatever they upload for the month. And now it's like a two hour process. You know, like I can get it done pretty quick. So. Anyway, it is always worth checking. And I don't know that without talking to anyone, just logging into the thing. I selected it. It said, all right, it'll take effect tomorrow. And I was like, cool. And then we're good. Oh, I just had my buddy that got a job over there looking into our stuff. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And we saved like 150 bucks a month or some shit. Hell, yeah. It's good. So. Good plan. Um, the only thing else I've done is I wrote a long-ass fucking letter to LV be who if people don't know is my homie in jail he's doing six life sentences because he made in my opinion a lot of bad life choices now i told him that in one of these letters because he he's in this huge manila envelope full of a 28 page letter and also included some of my letters that he was referencing but he wants me to send them back to him so he can keep them and then he sent me his rap lyrics but he also wants them sent back in a manila envelope if i could and he sent me a bunch of fucking stamps to cover the post to send it back I'll try to, but it's like kind of fucking annoying. And, um, you know, he got real offended that I said he didn't make good life choices. Cause in one of my letters, I was like, I'll be real honest, man. Hearing you try to give me advice on shit just kind of rings hollow because you're doing six life sentences for robbing a pharmacy in broad daylight and then escaping from jail and holding a knife to a woman's throat in the process. And like, like he has like this crazy rap sheet where I'm like, I just don't think you're the one to give advice, right? I don't know. And he got like, so he got real offended by that. And I can tell in his letter. Um, and I, but I put in my letter back. I was like, I'll be real honest. I don't think you're going to be able to convince me one way or the other. He wanted to go, here's the 10 greatest things I've done in my life. And he listed them. And I'm like, that's all great. But you know, it ended with you going to jail for fucking ever. So all right. it's pretty weird. Um, but yeah. And then he got mad that I gave him feedback on his lyrics and told him that they were all kind of corny. 
And then he got real butthurt about that. So on his this one, even though he sent all these lyrics to me, I put, I will give you no feedback because you get too offended. And then I'm going to send them back with no feedback. And I think it'll make you mad. But hey, he's in jail forever. So, well, I mean, he'll get over it. Um, but I am using my streaming money. Basically, I just give it to him every month. Because he's had no money in jail for the last five years or some shit. So, and I think Pal lost him a little bit as well. So now he's buying some ramen noodles and coffee and shit. You yeah. know, living a little bit of a better existence. But he uh, gets real upset every time I say, hey, quit writing me fucking 18 paragraph letters that it's about philosophy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and he gets, he right back, you don't know how much that dismissiveness hurts me. And I'm like, well, I just don't think you should waste mine or your time writing stuff that I don't care about reading. Right. So anyway, it's fun having a jail pen pal. That's what I say. All right. You got anything going on? I tried to iron out some details at work, you know, so come up with a better agreement, I think, than what I had going. So it's just, man, these people in Ada ain't fucking tipping, man. Oh yeah, that's the, I, did you see that either answer raise? That was my own on? boss, Lee Bailey. I just, it was going uh, earlier. Yo, Lee, yeah, I got him into DoorDash. I see, but I worked uh, with him over at Dart, and uh, he's a really good guy. He's got a good job, but you know, uh, he'll straight call out some no fucking tippers, man. Yeah, so Brad out here will like this. I'm sure we have our rant and raise page. We want to try to share it into our uh, Discord. If y'all want to be on Discord, just hit us up, and we'll send you an inbox. Um. Yeah, he basically puts out, he says, anyone who works for the Chickasaw Nation are are no tippers or poor tippers. And then he calls out some woman specifically named Amanda H for giving no tip on a driving out to the hospital and or in the kinder college. And yeah. And so and then someone in the comments is like, well, that's my co-worker and she does owe you anything. And almost all the comments were no one owes DoorDash drivers or Uber Eats drivers a penny. That's your own fucking fault for doing this shit. I know I ain't finding it right now, but I'll I'll, I'll come across it again. I hope. I was hoping to read it because I just got started. Yeah, so, I didn't lock it or put one of them dots or anything. So I mean, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, but everyone's like, "Oh, we shouldn't have to tip if you." Right, and it ain't by businesses. But it kinda well, they're all using the logic I used last week, right? Where I was like, "How about a business pays you a living wage?" That's what they're all saying. Yeah. Well, you get a job where they pay you a living wage, and it's and then the your argument last time would be like, "All right, well, this is the world we live in, though, not the <laughs> world we wish existed." So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma, even though it always comes out as a nicest, uh, friendly estate, all that shit. I don't know how that shit will work. You know, I don't know if you'll be able to make a living off of it or not here. What is it? Is the door dashing. You know, I don't know if people are going to be tipping enough to, for people to do that as their only income. Not not around here. Fuck. I mean, I wouldn't guess anyway. I I guess there are no tipping and $2 tipping. Right. Yeah. I mean, I drive all over town all day and I don't get any tips. So, but I also get paid like a normal hourly wage. Door dash does not. Yeah. That is probably the problem. Uh, all right, man. Well, I think that's about all I have. I'm going to text Skinny, see if we can get him over here earlier. And uh, we're about to do a music podcast that people will hear this Friday. Hell yeah. And uh, hopefully it's awesome. It we'll has see. been lately. It has been. They have been pretty good. Um, well, I think we have a few new people. 
And then, of course, a bunch of returning people as well. And I'm sure I'll pick an Internet Friends 3 song to sneak peek. I just got to make that decision from now until when we start. Hell yeah. So, all right. Peace, man. Peace. Beats.